Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. I've got a great friend of mine sitting with me today, the Shags. Yes. Hey, man, it's so good to see you. It's good seeing you. Welcome back from Mexico, man. Oh, man, I'm still recuperating. That was a long, two hard weeks, Are man. you kidding me? I was stalking you on social media like a madman. I was checking your page like every hour to see the new pictures. You and Bill Bryan. Oh, absolutely. We had a great time, had a great crew down there. But did you notice I didn't turkey hunt? Really? Yeah. I was kind of curious. I didn't see you with any birds or anything. What were you doing down there? Well, my wife, Diane, went down. Her best friend, Sheila Shockley, and I kind of took care of the girls. Uh, They hunted part of the time, and they wanted to stay in camp part of the time and kind of helped run camp a little bit. I just stayed busy, man. I never really even picked up a shotgun, but had a great time. But, Shag, I don't want to talk about myself on the show. I got you. I don't don't get you very often, man. Well, yeah, and we're going to shout out to our podcast, Driftwood Outdoors, because we're going to sit down with you for 90 minutes because I want to hear all about that Mexico trip. So hey, We'll cover it on your podcast. Yes, I'm then. just the guest here, so fire well, away, buddy. We're going to do a big ad here for the, your podcast, Driftwood Outdoors. How long you guys been at it? Man, I think this will be episode 86. So wow. been going about a year, year and a half or or so. It's been really successful, man. We've really been in, really been enjoying it, and we're getting better every time, getting some oh, great I, guests. And, I'll say, you're getting some great sponsors, too. Yes. And I got to say, I sent a sponsor your way. You did. Very proud of myself. You did. Living yeah. the dream outdoor properties, man. Yeah, Shout out. Yeah, they're my big sponsor, you know. But uh, I told them, you know, we're we're done podcast five days a week, just 12 to 15 minutes. Just try to be entertaining, yeah. you know, and uh, make sure we put out good information. But when it comes to, boy, the real meat and potatoes of the outdoors, you guys are covering it. And, of course, I may be just a little bit prejudiced, but I think you're the greatest thing going in the outdoor podcast in the United States today. Well, I really appreciate that. We we take a lot of pride uh, in in the content. And, and, and the key to it, I really think, is just finding interesting people because we like hearing their stories. Like, if you want to know what type of lead or shot we're shooting for turkeys, it's the wrong type of podcast but if you want to listen about great hunting and fishing stories and conservation and all the hard work that goes in to make sure there's a turkey in that field or a deer in those woods or even a trout in the stream we we really like to dig down and, and hear the stories of the people making sure that's available for us well that's the great thing that i i really do love about your podcast is the fact you guys are covered from a to z and you know what you're covering from the the little guy that goes out and hunts and fishes it's everyday joe to the people that are in the top echelon of our conservation departments and you're everywhere you're like santa claus i can't keep up with you <laughs> and, and i think it makes it unique too especially with my co-host brandon butler and all the work he did as the executive former executive director of conservation federation of missouri i'm now on the board of directors uh but with his legislation work and all the the political aspect that he can bring and then i'm just like the the dummy hillbilly from the hills of oregon that loved to hunt and fish and i'm learning <laughs> with the audience as we go and it's kind of a fun yin and yang of he can talk about 
about legislation and, and bills. And I'm sitting here going, all right, well, can we break that down for dummies, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a beautiful thing about it. I've always called y'all the odd couple. You yeah, know? for sure. And, and, but it, what a great match, though, you know. He's short and stocky, and you're tall and skinny. And, and you're, <laughs> he's from Indiana, and you're from Oregon. I said, how, how does this happen, you know? But it's just a common bond, interest in the outdoors, and both of you have great talents. And you mix the two F together, it's explosive. Well, I really appreciate that. And and again, we just really enjoy covering all the bases. I've learned so much about prairie grass in the last year and a half that you would, if you would have told me five or six years ago, I'm like, man, you're going to do a podcast and you're going to have like people talking about bees and butterflies and prairie grass. I'm like, you're out of your mind, man. I want to catch a salmon. Like, leave me alone. But now it's so fascinating to me about how it all ties together and how important it all is and how it all works together that if you're a deer hunter or a bird guy, or a fisherman, how important even prairie grass is to maintain the the clean water and the air and the pollinators, that it all works hand in hand. And that's really our message of Driftwood Outdoors. It's just a celebration of everything we love and how it all works together. Hey, you hit the nail on the head. That's the most fun about this job is the people you get to meet and then the things that you learn. Uh, of course, I'm a great deal older than you. I should really be wise, you know, but, <laughs> but I still, as old as I am, Shags, I, I still love meeting new people, going new places, and discovering new things. And the great thing is... We got the best job in the world. We get to share it with everybody. Oh, yeah. And you're, are you kidding me? I get to hang out with dudes like you and Damon Spurgeon with Cardiac Mountain Outfitters. Last week, and I was down on the Merrimack on his drift boat, we caught 140 trout during one float and recorded a podcast. Like, we were there to, uh, you can't see my air quotes, record a podcast. <laughs> I was there to fish for eight hours and hammered them. And then we just did some fun podcasting afterwards. Absolutely. And I hate to hurt your feelings, but if Damon had gone by himself, he'd have caught 200. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a decent fly fisherman i would have caught 300 <laughs> but isn't he a talented fly oh fisherman? man that he's guy gifted, man he's oh, gifted he's, in fact i'm gonna have bill bryan with him uh, this coming sunday and i'm gonna kind of do a gravel bar gourmet for him you know? oh boy you're gonna spoil that spoil those boys oh, on that gravel bar they're spoiled already oh and he can just see the water and see those seams and keep you in that drift boat i mean he he rose like a champ and he can see the water like nobody's business and i respect him and i try to get him to fish I tried. I was like, dude, pick up a rod. We're buddies. He's like, no, no, no. I want to keep you guys on him. Like, I, I like to stay on the sticks. And I, and I tried to get him to fish with us, but he was so focused on on us enjoying our trip that he stayed on those sticks the whole time and just kept, kept us in the fish. He is dead serious. Now, he's, he's got quite a sense of humor, too, which I'm sure you found out. But he wants the person in front of that boat catching fish. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got somebody fishing out the back. And he wants you to catch fish. That's, uh, I've never seen anybody as fishy as that guy. Oh, man, he's, he's an incredible dude. And, and a lot of, I'm sure you've talked about him a lot on your podcast because oh, I know yes. you guys are good friends. But if you've tuned in for the first time, you want to spend some time in the boat with this dude. He, you learn, and he'll keep you on the fish, and he's highly entertaining, great sense of humor, just a fun guy to spend a couple hours in the boat with. Well, I, folks out there better be booking trips with him because uh, we're talking about some serious new developments coming up. Uh, he was supposed to went to Yucatan with me this time. Something come up. He couldn't make it, but August, we're headed to Alaska, and I'm going to introduce him to a Mexican friend of mine up there, and they're going to hook up and run trips, and before it's over, uh, 
we'll talk about your, uh, this in your podcast some a little bit later. But uh, Jordy Jean, who I've worked with for a decade in Mexico, is starting a new cast and blast operation. And you guys are on the books to come down next year, you and Brandon. And Don't you tease me with a trip like that, Bill. <laughs> I'm going to come back well, knocking on your door in the middle of the night if this doesn't if this doesn't fall if this falls through. Hey, I, I, I haven't had one fall through yet, so don't be the first one. <laughs> I don't want to be. I've already been quietly like telling but, my fiance, like I'm going to be gone next year. I'm going to be. I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> hey, it, it. I've I've already got you approved. Hey, if the world don't come to the end, we're going. Oh, I can't but wait. We'll be. In, uh, I hope you guys can stay for two weeks because we're going to jungle camp and do some turkey hunting. Hey. Uh, We'll, we'll see some of the ruins. We'll swim in cenotes. We'll do all kinds of things. And that's just the first week. Uh, the second say, week. Hope you can say two weeks. You might, get, you might not you be can. able to get rid of me. I'll be down there for a month. Hey, uh, Diane came down for a week uh, with me this time, and uh, I got a little ill, and I I think Bill Bryan must have told mom. He must have told her. But anyway, she sent me a little note. You all right? I fired back. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm going to make it. You know, have you bought us a house yet? <laughs> she, <laughs> she wasn't too concerned about my health. But, hey, continue with that casting blast thing, man. Uh, we're going to be doing some tarpon fishing and some quail hunting. That's, really? That's going to be the casting blast. And, uh, well, we need somebody to test it on, you know. Oh, I would love it. I was even telling Brandon on the way down here. It's like, man, I've wanted to catch a tarpon since I was like an ankle biter. That's just one of those bucket fish. Just being a kid in the hills of Oregon, for some reason, that tarpon just called my name. And oh man, I would love, I would love the opportunity to try to get one. Well, the most areas we we fish in. Uh uh, Mexico down there, we're catching baby tarpon. The biggest I've ever caught is about 25 pounds. But this time of year, at San Felipe, there are large, some larger tarpon that come through. Bill Bryan hooked into a 50-pounder. And uh, I wasn't on the boat with him because I was a little bit under the weather, eating too much rich food. Man. <laughs> That's a different story. I'll have to tell you about that. But anyway, uh, great guy, man. Pedro loved this guy, man, like a brother. But he can pull that boat, and he's not afraid to get back in the jungle. Now, Bill is, is 6'5", and I saw pictures that just – the canopy was almost closed in. I mean, some places he didn't have two feet to lay a fly line through, and he hooked his 50-pounder back in there. He said it just immediately run up on the in the jungle on the left side, and he said, oh, it's done. And it jumped out of there, jumped out. And it went to the other side and ran up in the jungle and jumped out of there. And he got five jumps out of it before it, because, you know, got away. Oh, the big one got away. But, you know, all you're going to do is take a photograph and release them anyway. Oh, no, for sure. Like I even told on the way down here, I was like, I would I would get a replica made immediately if I can get if I can get one to the boat. Because I know how to I mean, it's a a success sometimes just to hook into one and get a couple of jumps out of them. That's considered success. If I could get lucky enough to get one to the boat, there's definitely going to be a replica made. I don't care if that thing's four inches long or 40. (laughs) That's funny funny that you say that we had a a professional photographer out of Texas. With his Eric Slagle was his name. He was incredible, man. But he called his first tarpon. It was about a foot long. Yeah, I, I mean he was acting like it. It weighed fifty pounds, you know. But I told Bill, I'm glad you didn't boat that fish because if you boated a fifty pound fish, the picture would have weighed seventy five, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even told Spurgeon and my buddy Flanner that I was fishing with with him last weekend. I was like, this year I'm going to work on fly fishing just so I can prepare myself to try to catch a tarpon on a fly rod in Mexico with Bill Cooper. So well, this, well, this is going to be the year of the fly rod for me to try to get 
good, get the hang of it. Good. We might convert you after all. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For tarpon, maybe. You well, might be able to. Well, I got that. What are you, 6'7"? Six, 6'8". Six, eight. Six, eight. Oh, my goodness. And Bill Bryan was 6'5", and it was so funny just watch him on that. I, I thought that panga boat was pretty big, but he made it look much smaller, you know. And then going back into those mangroves, man, and I'm thinking, Jeez, man, this looks like the Jolly Green Giants, you know. <laughs> and Bill's going to be there again too. Oh. We got to get you two on the same boat. It oh, may, it'll may be, be awesome. the Battle of the Fly Rides, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what great fun! And Shagdub would have never ever dreamed that this would have run this long for me. You know, I started out. This all started uh, as a when I accepted an invitation to come down and teal hunt, and. I asked that guy, you know, do you know somebody take me tarpon fish? Yeah, Captain Ann Cloud over at Campeche. He introduced me to tourism people. Tourism people introduced me to Jordy Jean and, and a couple other folks, you know, and I actually worked for the Tourism Commission for three years, and everything has a life to it, you know, and I'm, well, I'm done, you know. Well, the, the guides and outfitters want me to come back. And with Jordy Jean, it's just been a progression every year, just like building blocks, man. One grand thing happens, then another. Others happened, and uh, boy, this year uh, Bill Bryan raced. You know, you know the story how he got to go. We were down at the cabin cleanup. Bill literally walks up and said, "Hey, look like you're having a great time in the Yucatan." I said, "Having time of my life," but I'm getting old, and I've been trying to kind of coax somebody down there to think about taking my place eventually. You know, Bill said, "I'd be interested." In that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know my chin hit the concrete there. That's, Really? I've been begging people to go. I said, can you leave in April? And this was, what, in February? Oh, yeah. He said, I'll make sure I can go. And away we went. And we actually had a meeting with the commissioner of conservation for Yucatan State. Uh, Lady Sharp is taxed. I couldn't believe the projects we're talking about. And I won't go into a great deal of depth of this because this would be good material for, for the Next podcast coming up uh, with Driftwood Outdoors. But uh, Bill and I look like going to be right in the middle of the development and all the stuff. they got their plans laid. They're just wanting advice uh, from us, particularly about outdoor education and interpretation, that sort of thing. And both of us have worked in those fields. So we'll be delighted to come back. But t- I got a real punch in. I, g- I got about the last word in as this meeting was closing down. And uh, sorry, I can't remember the lady's name, but uh, so, ma'am, uh, one thing I need to uh, uh, say and make sure we all understand before we close this meeting out, Bill, Brian, and I are expert duck, duck hunters from uh, the U.S., and we'd had a biologist with us a few days prior showing us a hacienda, but she sets the duck season down there. Miss Garcia, never forget her, and the boss lady says, no problem. So Bill and I are going to be going back to test the duck hunting. Wow. <laughs> well done, man. Well, well done. Well, Shags, we're going to wrap this one up, buddy, but I want you to tell everybody how they can listen to Driftwood Outdoors. Yeah, we're on all podcasting platforms, anywhere you can find your podcast, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, just look for Driftwood Outdoors, and then you can find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook, Driftwood Outdoors. And then, uh, of course, get all the info, Brandon's weekly newsletter, Brandon's Weekly uh, column, all at driftwoodoutdoors.com. Jags, man, it's been great fun. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Hey, same here. And you know what? We're living the dream. We are, certainly. And I always close down to tell folks, I hope they'll make the effort, too, to live their outdoor dreams. I'm Bill Cooper. 
The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.